Hi, here is a farmer's perspective on certifications. Now this is just my perspective, so take it for what it's worth. The reason that I'm going to explain to you my view on the topic is because for the past two to three years, we have been managing a large area of Finca Argentina, about 35 hectares, in an organic way. So a while back, Jen asked me if I was going to get certified, and I told her that that was never my intention and thus, she's asked me to uh, explain or give my views on the certifications uh, for you all. Now first, let me explain my approach to coffee selling. So my approach goes in the following order. First is quality, then is price, and then is certification. And with this, what I mean is that first, the first and most important thing in order to sell coffee is quality. Coffee buyers look for certain quality, and if the quality is met, the buyer then is willing to buy the coffee if he can agree on a price, which brings us to the second item, which is the price. So price is important to me since without a price that is appropriate, my business is just not sustainable in the long run. So that brings me to the third item, which is certifications. Now, some buyers do require for the farm to have a certain certification, be it a rainforest or a woods or what have you in order for them to buy the coffee. Now, the reason I have not been certified is that I've been selling my coffee to buyers that do not demand a certification from me. Now, these buyers, they come to visit the farm every year and they see firsthand what we're doing and how we're doing it. So they feel comfortable that we're farming in a way that is congruent with the way that they roast and sell their coffee. So I've never been demanded to get certified. Now, other farmers that I've spoken to, um, they get certified mainly because they want to get a higher price. And it seems that the approach is the other way around. It's first comes the certification, then comes the price, and then the quality. So would I ever get certified? It depends. Last year, a coffee buyer visited the farm, loved the project where we do, or the area where we're doing all this organic farming, and he asked me, um, why we were doing it that way if it was to get a certification and I gave him the explanation that our, we believe in that approach to farming because in in the long run it improves the soil it makes the quality of the coffee better and it makes my business more sustainable so I do organic management because I truly believe it's the right thing to do nonetheless he brought up the issue about buying buying the coffee and if I would get certified in order for him to do so and basically my response was simple. Let's try the coffee first, let's see if the quality of the coffee is what you're looking for. Then let's see if we can agree on a price before I get certified. And if we do agree on the first two, I'd be more than happy to get certified. So some of you in the audience may be familiar with buying coffee, but for transparency purposes, I sell my coffee around $3 a pound. Uh, some lots I may sell for a little bit higher, and others, you know, maybe a little bit lower. But in general, I, I, I'm kind of fixed on about $3 a pound. Um, now, a certified coffee, let's say a rainforest, they get a market premium, which is usually about 20 cents per pound above the C price or the market price. Um, now, I'm not selling my coffee based on a reference to the C price, but on a relationship that I have with existing buyers that go usually more than three or four years back. 
So those buyers are not going to pay me more just because I have a rainforest stamp now on that coffee. The only way that I can get them to pay me more is if my quality goes up. So now in my view is that certifications, they can be taxing to producers. They require a lot of effort from our part. I mean, there's a lot of documentation involved that needs to be created and maintained. Time needs to be carved out to take inspectors around. Fees obviously need to be paid and so forth. I do not need someone to tell me that I'm doing a good job because I already know that I'm doing a good job. I mean, I don't use chemicals that uh, you know, damage the health of my employees or the environment. We recycle as much as we can and we return it into our soil through our organic measures. I'm more than happy to discuss some other time. Uh, we invest significantly to prevent topsoil erosion and several other initiatives. So in summary, is that we farm conscientiously, right? So what I would like to say is that I like some of the guidelines that the certifications provide. And in fact, I've read the guidelines for rainforest and we've implemented them. Um, oh, the, the ones that make more sense to me, uh, but we are doing it without the pressure and the investment requirements from a certifier. Uh, we're also doing it in our own terms and we do it just because I feel it's the right thing to do. And I have not felt the need to get certified yet. But I also know that it's likely that I will have to do so in the future since, since uh, you know, more and more buyers are demanding a certification. So that's my, my take. That's my story. Hope it's helpful to you all. Thanks. y terminó de trabajar certificado orgánico en el 2005. ¿Por qué? Bueno, se empezó a trabajar orgánico para hacer algo diferente y por convicción propia porque aquí hay bastante piedra, el, el suelo tiene bastante piedra y, y había poca materia orgánica. Entonces queríamos ir formando materia orgánica y a la vez trabajar un café orgánico algo diferente para poder entrar. En ese tiempo no existían los microbeneficios, entonces trabajamos el café. ¿Por qué dejamos de trabajar? En primer lugar, el, en este lugar, en lugares fríos, yo no recomiendo trabajar orgánico, porque el, 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 el vegetal no es tan agresivo, el vegetal es muy lento, entonces hay menos, menos, eh, 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 ¿cómo se menos devolución al suelo de materia vegetal o materia eso por un lugar y por el segundo nos, nos pagaban aquí en esta altura nosotros producimos orgánico y calidad entonces nos pagaban orgánico como cualquier otro orgánico en el país y nunca nos quisieron reconocer calidad entonces en el 2006 apareció un micro una gente comprando microlotes unos japoneses comprando microlotes lo que fue eh, calidad, entonces fue donde la oportunidad mía de, de salir de, de la tragedia de orgánico para pasarme a, a vender calidad. Esa fue la situación. Siempre conservo lo que es 
amigable con la naturaleza, no uso insecticidas, uso, no uso, uso violes o biofertilizantes para trabajar. O sea, siempre es un orgánico no certificado prácticamente. Y me quedó el concepto de lo que aprendí de orgánico, me quedó el concepto y convicción propia que sigo trabajando amigable con la naturaleza. How do you see the future and how, what your hope for the for your farm in the future? ¿Qué espera en el futuro de su finca? En el futuro de mi finca espero mejorar el suelo y, y ir cambiando las variedades para que vayan a, a encontrar una variedad que se adapte a este clima tan, tan seco y tan, tan duro de, de piedra. Para seguir trabajando y que mi familia siga más adelante en el mismo trabajo para poder casarnos con los, con los compradores de café y los tomadores de café. Depende de la certificación de qué? De las certificaciones de orgánicos. De las certificaciones. trabajando en Costa Rica? Eh, de, de las certificaciones, yo, son muy exigentes, eh, muy, muy, es, eh, vale económicamente, son caras y para nosotros los orgánicos es más costoso, necesita mano, más mano de obra, es muy caro todo el sistema y para venir a, a pagar tan caro en certificaciones, mejor no, yo no, no opino en certificaciones tan caras. Marta Dalton from Coffee Bird. I'm here in the beautiful Guatemala City. I'm sure I'm having better weather, weather than you are up in Gothenburg. Um, thanks for inviting me to contribute to the certification chat. Um, I've, I think it's really important to start off with what is the purpose of certifications? Um, because if the purpose is just to provide some mild differentiator in the marketplace for marketing purposes. I think the certifications as they are today in general, in general, like, um, are probably doing a job, its job. But if, if the purpose of certifications are to guarantee in a truthful, sustainable, um, and real, tangible, uh, transparent um, way, then I'm not sure that coffee certifications out there are up to scratch. Um, I think I've, I've seen it how certain impact funds around the world will only invest in companies that um, are certified or only trade certified coffees. and. I can understand that for investors it provides some kind of, you know, tick box. Um, but I'm not sure that certifications are really um, overall and as a whole are all, um, you know, achieving what they are. I think there's a lot of instances where farms will, for the audit, like clean up and be on Sunday's best behavior, get their get their certification and the next day it's all out in the window um, and I think the real the real I guess my what I would like to see is that certification provide a real standard of 
how coffee of you know basic farming practices but also on payment side because my understanding um, is that most certifications will pay a premium over the seed price but sadly I think that that in itself that that trade um, model trading model while very traditional and it's extremely common I don't think that is sustainable and so you know, does do certifications provide an illusion to the consumer that things are working well? I mean, to me, what I'd like to see is I'd like to see farmers getting paid for for their work and you know to cover cost of productions, cover their living expenses, and you know cover a rainy day um, rainy, rainy day fund and. I don't think the industry, as an industry, we don't have the luxury of time on our hands. We've seen um, all of the climate change talk, especially this year here in Guatemala, we had a terrible drought and there is not a farmer out there that's not talking about climate change. Um, so with, you know, climate change kind of turning up, um, turning up the the time um, or you know working against time I think we need to provide farmers with a way of covering the real cost of production so back to the certifications um, when I first got into coffee I really only knew about fair trade and maybe I'd heard of Rainforest Alliance and my understanding was everything fair trade was good anything out there that wasn't fair trade was bad and I had a little bit of a panic when I realized that our family farm didn't have a certification and I knew we did good things for good people for you know we had good people so I was when I learned more about the fair trade certification I realized actually single estate farms don't qualify for a fair trade so this notion I have that one thing is good and the other is bad is actually obsolete and not accurate so I think um, I, I think for a while I actually had been more anti-certification. Um, you know, I haven't um, audited all the co-ops and all the certifications for me to have like a, a you know a, a, a real proof one way or the other. But it just always seemed quite challenging um, to see if you know is the extra premium actually going to the producer yes or no and this year in 2017 I had a bit of a change of heart I've seen um, firsthand the real value of the organic certification of how it helped a farmer start growing coffee and helped um, you know provide a framework of farming practices to resist against leaf rust and all other plagues and to witness beautiful soil, really rich, beautiful soil, beautiful plants, and a beautiful farm. And, um, you know, that's with really healthy plants. And, um, you know, I think it's, you know, are certifications good or bad? I think it all depends on the individual situation. I think from like a high level perspective, I think they need to be a little bit more progressive. I think they, um, they need to get with the times. It's 2017. We've got climate change, like racing against us, and we're in a situation where 
the norm is not for farmers to get their cost of productions covered. We're in an environment where we're relying, we're trading on a standard that has nothing to do with specialty coffee. Not in Guatemala, not in Central America, the sea price um, doesn't, you know, it's a, the commodity market should be used as a hedging tool for farmers. We as an industry need to figure out how we work together and educate consumers to pay more for a cup of coffee, more for a bag of roasted coffee. So coffee shops, coffee bars, coffee roasters, and every single person involved in the supply chain pays more and make sure that that premium actually goes to the producer so we can create, reinvent the way that coffee's traded so producers are, producers' costs are being covered. And if they can thrive, then I'm pretty sure that we're gonna figure out a way of keeping coffee around for a long time. Thanks.